Hey everyone, it's Aaron. Just a heads up, this episode has a few more curse words than normal. So please keep that in mind if you're listening in mixed company and enjoy the show. You are listening to Think Funny with Aaron Donnelly, Nate Sadler, and Matt Donnelly. For show notes and to check out Aaron's books, please visit AaronDonnelly.com. And now, the show that only thinks it's funny, the Think Funny Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Think Funny Podcast. This is Aaron Donnelly. I am here with my co-host, Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, guys. Uh, And also, uh, guest co-host this week, my wife, Jenny Donnelly. Hi, so happy to be here, guys. <laughs> the cheeriest Welcome, voice. Yes, Jenny. Okay, uh, this week we are continuing our This Week in History uh, editions. Um, but first, how was you guys this week? Uh, it's good. I, uh, I've i got another one for the, um, I can't even say it. The, the ass uh, slapping sports action. Yeah. Um, I heard that Pete Rose is coming out with a podcast. And it's a gambling podcast. No way. It's called I'm Never Getting Into the Hall of Fame. No, it's uh, Pete Rose's Daily Picks. And it's going to be uh, five 15-minute episodes and one-hour episode each day. Well, he's taking off one day, six days a week. So He's got to um, rest. He's like the Lord. <laughs> we should just like repeatedly call in and haze him about his hair or praise him and act like it's really great you know a hairstyle that works you just gotta keep keep going with it you know decades yeah. later i i noticed something i do a lot lately is i'll hear the name of a town like they said the other day Coeur d'Alene, idaho so i'm like i wonder what it's like in Coeur d'Alene, idaho so now what i do with every town i hear is i go to zillow and I look up houses in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. <laughs> I have no intention of moving to Coeur d'Alene, no. Idaho. Rhinelander, Wisconsin. I don't know where it is. So yeah. I just put it into Zillow and I'm like, huh, it's a nice three bedroom in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. <laughs> I imagine you just slouched in a lazy boy in your basement with the laptop on your lap and you're just dragging down roads of Google uh, Street View. Yes. Of yeah, random cities. <laughs> like- I did that for... Lac du Flambeau, Wisconsin, for probably an hour. <laughs> I could name you 50 streets in that town. Why can't I just be interested in normal things like normal people? I just... It's, they, not, it's not your normal gift, Normal things Nate. don't interest... They don't interest me. Nate, your gift is to try and promote things that no one is interested in. And that well, is someday you- somebody's going to go... Well, I think I left my keys on Oak Street in Lac du Flambeau, Wisconsin. <laughs> and I'll go, aha... I went to Yellowstone Park for the first time this week. And uh, Old Faithful was less than impressive. Was it out <laughs> of order? Around, the late, no, <laughs> the ladies around me were like, oh, yeah, that's wonderful. And I was like, where's the laser lights and the music? It's one of those things where once you get to see it, it just doesn't spout quite as high as you thought it might. So, Really? Uh, I'm surprised to hear that. I, I guess I've I never... actually am. I'm really embarrassed to even say it that I was like, 
What? Where? Of all the embarrassing said on this podcast, that doesn't <laughs> register. So, but it doesn't claim to be a big geyser. It claims to be a faithful geyser. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And they were on the mark with their prediction. They said one thirty-one, and it was one thirty-one. There's nothing in life that you call old faithful that's like impressive. Mm. It's old faithful. It gets the job done. I like to take pictures of interesting graffiti that I see and just keep them stored in my phone. <laughs> and uh, as we were walking in a tunnel, someone had graffitied two messages next to each other that I really agree with. The first one was bananas rule with a crude drawing of a banana. And the next one was fuck poop. <laughs> at first you're like, fuck poop. And then you're like, yeah, fuck poop. I'm sick of having to take all this time to crap. I don't need this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they were going to go all the way with the profanity and then had a little bit of God in them and they got upset and they're like, nah, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have put that. Anyway, that was what I noticed. We also spent some time in Utah and I've also noticed that Mormons have white, thick teeth. Their orthodontia is almost in your face with their big, white, smiley, uh, friendly smiles. And I don't need that shit. For this week in history, we're covering the dates of October 24th through October 30th. This week in history. October the 24th. 1593 was the alleged teleportation of Spanish soldier Gil Perez from the philippines to mexico this uh soldier was guarding a palace in philippines and like leaned against the wall and and fell asleep for a few seconds and then the next thing he knew he woke up in a palace in mexico city mexico nine thousand miles apart spanned in a matter of a few seconds evidently uh he was jailed and questioned um spanish inquisition style they found him to be truthful And so they returned to the Philippines once a ship came from the Philippines to Mexico City and backed up his story of him being there uh, guarding this palace uh, after the assassination of uh, of the leader, and he had to guard the palace while they were still coming up with the different leaders. That is an awesome story. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Yeah, I'd never heard. Gil Perez was the yeah. guy's name. I think Gil Perez was a backup catcher for the Braves in the 90s. Yeah. Probably the same Gil guy. Perez. I don't know if you talked about it before, Aaron, when you talked about um, the guy going over Niagara Falls, but in 1901, Annie Edson Taylor was the first... Yeah. Uh, you talked about her last time. Well, she did it to, just to make money, right? Was she a, like a teacher or something? Or yeah, she was a teacher and did it just to make money. Um, but the and she sent her cat over first to see if if the if the barrel would would <laughs> I didn't know that. The cat made it. It had uh, had some bruises on its head, bleeding from the head. But uh, the cat made it, so she decided to do it. Uh, herself in, in the barrel. Uh, she didn't make much money off of it. The money that she did that she did make, she blew trying to go after her manager, Frank McRussell, who stole her barrel. <laughs> and she never did recover it from Frank. Was that the same cat that was launched into space? You think a cat would be way better off without the barrel? 1908, Take Me Outu, the ball game, was released by Billy Murray. It's not out to, it's Outu. The ball game was he funded by Cracker Jack? Yeah, he took. He was on the payroll. Buy me some peanuts (laughs) and Chesterfield cigarettes, the smoothest cigarette (laughs) in the business. (laughs) The cigarettes pregnant women prefer. Wow, Matt, I'm never gonna sing that the same way. Thanks for ruining that. 
Oh yeah, sure. That's like that one song. I'd like to thank you for letting me be myself again. It's like all one yeah. word. It's thank you and the word filletin me. Yep. <laughs> and then be mice elf again. Yep. Bly in the family stone. The first time I saw that, I'm like, what? <laughs> October the 25th. Gangster and hitman Albert Anastasia is killed by two gunmen while sitting in a barber's chair in a New York barber shop. Uh, he was the founder of both the American Mafia and Murder Incorporated. He was the boss of what would become the modern Gambino crime family. So his nickname was Lord High Executioner. He oversaw mob activities and possibly thousands of murders. These gunmen come in. He's in the barber's chair. He lunges towards the reflection of the guys in the mirror instead of the guys oh. and they gun him down oh. so this this guy has an interesting life i'm really i'm really surprised there's been no movie that i've seen made out of it but like during world war ii he convinced the united states government to release lucky luciano by helping with the war effort so he uh helped in sicily to advance in the invasion of italy and allowed for the u.s navy to dedicate its resources there to the war as a reward for his military service he received u.s citizenship and was honorably discharged something i never understood when, it, when you look at this picture and i've never gotten close enough to understand is the hair these italian guys they have curly hair, but it's not curly. It's not like permed. It's like waved going back. A three-inch wave and then another three-inch wave. What, how do they get that? It's gel and combing. But do you lay a curling iron like on top? No. So many people have curly hair. They but just... no, that's like curls. These wavy, are like waves. Yeah, wavy. It's a I... curl that they've gathered together by combing it with gel and making it uniform. But it's really tight to the head. Let me see if I can recreate this for you. I'll play with my hair a little bit. I'll tease it. <laughs> the USS Tang. T-A-N-G. Uh, just like the drink. October 25th, 1944. USS Tang is a submarine that sunk 33 enemy ships in the first year that year. On October 25th, it fired a torpedo, which malfunctioned and went in a circle and came back and struck the Tang and sank it. Mm. It killed 78 crewmen that were on board the Tang. Uh, nine survivors escaped by swimming for eight hours. They were rescued by the burned and mutilated members of the Japanese ship they had previously attacked. Oh. Once rescued, they were beaten mercilessly. So they rescued him just so they could beat him? I think they beat wow. him for introducing Tang. <laughs> Born October 25th, 1912, uh, Minnie Pearl. Okay. Mm. So... Uh, Minnie Pearl was known for her trademark howdy or price tag hanging from her hat. She was the first woman inducted into the National Comedy Hall of Fame. And then late 1960s, she lent her name to the Minnie Pearl's fried chicken chain. But the chain collapsed amid allegations of accounting irregularities and stock price manipulation. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nate probably would have bought some stock in the Minnie Pearl. <laughs> Nate would have went all in. A controlling stake. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, comedy, comedy in, in air quotes. That's comedy very loosely. Okay. 
I have an like an irrational hatred for mini Pearl. So I did last night, I was on the treadmill and I was searching uh, desperately for any quality mini Pearl stand-up routines. And so I dug in and I did a lot of research and I'm going to tell you the two best uh, jokes that I heard. And this is the best of probably 50 years. Ready? Kissing a man with a beard is a lot like going to a picnic. You don't mind going through a little bush to get there. Exclamation point. Uh, here's the second one. Uh, the doctor must have put my pacemaker in wrong. Every time my husband kisses me, the garage door goes up. Uh, That's 50 years. It's it's kind of anyway. like me. I feel like anytime I do anything, it's the meme of uh, Fozzie Bear, like with his mouth open and his hands like looking at the crowd like, huh? Huh? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Steering into the skid at this point. I love. I, you I are the mini it. pearl of internet memes. Yeah, but yeah. I'll ask you guys. Okay, so we all agree we hate Grand Ole Opry, but do you like Hee Haw? Yeah. No, that's worse. What? No. See, I kind of like Hee Haw. Nate. Yes, <laughs> I said kind of. Well, that makes sense given your track record. <laughs> kind of. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel that you're not with me on this one. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I got. So October, or sorry, Jenny. Yeah, I got one for the 25th. Okay. Uh, October 25th is National Sourest Day. S-O-U-R-E-S-T. It is. It was created in 1977 by Richard Ankley of Ann Arbor, Michigan, for his friend with a sour last name. Mm-hmm. It's well, so good. This sounds like a Grand Ole Opry shtick. <laughs> but the last name was S A. U E R. Yeah, it's so good. So his birthday landed on October 25th, and these are a few ways that you can celebrate the day. Oh, okay, smiles be banished. What? <laughs> okay, frown like a clown, scowl like a foul, and take the glass half empty attitude. Also, you can use hashtag sourish day on social media posts. That's such a weird way to frame your mouth just to say that word. Sourest. Sourest. Yeah, it really rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, it says, have a sourest day all day. Have a sour day all day or try to at least. Oh. And I love that because yeah. I think it's impossible to have a sourest day all day. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I do write in people's birthday cards at work because nobody ever reads those. They get passed around all the time. And I say, I hope your birthday isn't lousy. That's my thing. <laughs> Do you know what I wrote in a guy a guy retired once? Do you know what I wrote in his uh, retirement card? Bye. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this guy's a piece of shit. And I'm like, what am I going to write here? So I'm like, all right, I'll just write bye. October the 26th. October 26, 1984, the action classic The Terminator premieres, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course, as The Terminator. Can you venture a guess as to who James Cameron wanted to play the Schwarzenegger role? Hmm. Um, the big Jaws from James Bond. That would have been a good one. Good, that's a good guess. I, I'll, I'll give you a slight clue. James Cameron said that they did not feel this person would be believable as a killer. Captain Lou Albano. Or was he tied up in uh, what's I would her name love videos? To have seen Captain Lou Albano, <laughs> Cindy Lauper videos. Mm, I wish I knew. Kay. I'm so curious. 
as a killer, O.J. Simpson. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. But he did not believe he would be believable to the public as a killer. We have a death, October 26, 1972. Igor Ivanovich Sikorsky, the Ukrainian-born uh, American aviation pioneer. He developed the first practical helicopter. Yes. I, I want to know who invented the, impractical. the first impractical. Yes. We want that thing that hops up and down with the whirring blades and steam coming out everywhere. I'm thinking of like a giant, like that ball on the end of a string with a paddle. Somehow, if you had a large enough one going fast enough. So I'm guessing multiple layers of blades because back then they always thought more was better, you know? Like before the Wright brothers would have like 70 levels of wings. <laughs> Because they're like, shit, just add more wings, right, guys? It's the birthday, October 26, 1947, of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Oh, your favorite. Oh, love. She's such a great person. Possible serial killer. Uh, I I really hope she gets hers someday because I've got a lot of theories about Hillary. You mean the Nobel Prize? October the 27th. Roman Emperor Constantine the Great in 312. That's when he had his vision of the cross, where the day before the Battle of the Milvian Bridge, clouds, he saw the symbol, the Chi Rio, meaning Jesus Christ. And he heard a voice saying, translated, with this sign, you shall win. He won the battle. And then because of that, converted to Christianity, and it basically spread Christianity throughout the Western world. In terms Matt, of don't you have that tattoo? I do. What, um, Cairo? What Chirio. Or just Cheerio. <laughs> Maybe Cheerio. He's like, sure. hello, 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 Gov. 1941, uh, Dick Trickle was born. Uh, Dick Trickle was an American race car driver. Uh, from Wisconsin Rapids. I don't know if you looked up that town, yep. Nate. Yep. Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. It's south of Rhinelander, yeah. Um, he was. He's called America's greatest or America's winningest driver. He won an estimated twelve hundred career victories. Nicknamed the White Knight. I thought it was racist, but it's not. Wait, 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 wait. You got a name like Dick Trickle, and that's the best nickname they can come up with? I'm pretty disappointed. It was Dick Trickle, and then he got some penicillin, and he lost all his powers. Your name, the White Knight, is not better. They're like, should we call him the Grand Wizard or the White Knight? Okay, draft. You got to pick Dick Army, Dick Trickle. Mm. Or Pete Lecoq. Remember, uh, there's a guy at our church named Dick Lint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nate, do you remember Matt's friend Mike Hyman? He's Mike. He's my Hyman. Is that yours? He's my Hyman. 1938, uh, Dupont announced they developed a new synthetic fiber. They called it nylon. Uh, and, you know, I got to think, there's this great quote about pantyhose by Waylon Jennings, but I can't really say it. That's one you want to look up if you want oh, to know. Come how on. Yeah, go for it. Go substitute, for it. Substitute, substitute a word. All right. Uh, well, I can't really substitute a word, but you <laughs> <he> said pantyhose. <laughs> that ruined f- Oh, oh gosh. That's worse than I thought it was going to be. Me too. <laughs> Never mind. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a little bit more abrasive than I was expecting. <laughs> I, I love those when someone's like, no, just say it. And then you say it and you're like, oh, uh, it's like, oh, that actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't say it. You got to cut that out. Uh, and you said, wait, wait, was that Waylon Jennings or Merle Haggard? Uh, Waylon Jennings. So the story uh, goes. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to defame the, just, the just Waylon a, Jennings. Just a good old boy. <laughs> He's the balladeer, isn't that his title on the uh, Dick Sanders? Yes. Yeah. Maybe that was. You know how like he always said things that before a commercial break when it froze. Yeah, trying to catch daisies like trying to put socks on a rooster, and then it freeze. Maybe that was one of the ban- the lines that didn't make the cut. He <laughs> just ad lib that one. And the producer's like, what the bleep did you just say? <laughs> are like, Everyone in Hazard, gonna... <laughs> like Boss Hog, everybody stops and turns and looks at him like Enos and Cooter. Happy birthday to Simon LeBon of Dran Duran. He was born in 1958 in Hertfordshire, England. And fun fact about Simon LeBon is he was my childhood crush. Oh, is he? Okay, I don't really know Dran Duran. Is there two Durans in the? Mm. Is there two people? Yep. There's there's four. Roberto there's... Roberto Duran, <laughs> and and the other boxer guy. <laughs> but why is it Duran Duran? Oh shoot! I it don't could have know. been Duran Squared. But yeah, uh, so he was Simon was the star, right? Yeah, he was lead singer. Yeah, okay. I did read that they had actually three different guys come in and out of the group throughout their time together they all had the last name taylor none of them were related yeah named Durant. because one of the taylor guys went to the band the power station Arcane. with robert palmer oh. my brother and my sister-in-law and i saw them in 2005 on the oh, astronaut yeah. tour yeah it was like their comeback tour we saw them it was fantastic but we've loved duran duran since the beginning why duran duran mm. why not why not Duran Duran Duran? Duran Duran. <laughs> they went on to name the band after Dr. Durand. Durand. Milo O'Shea's character from the sci-fi film Barbarella. Boom. Okay. Oh, but it's Durand. D-U-R-A-N-D. Barbarella. Who is in that? I think's in that. Yeah. Fonda. Okay. Well, that makes even less sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least we have an answer. October the 28th. Uh, October 28th, 1993, the president of Columbia's largest university, called National University, moons his audience in response to being interrupted by students during a speech. But uh, yeah, so I couldn't find anything to back that up, but it's a great story, and it reminds me to, to remind everyone to check out thisdaytrivia.com. It's a great website where we get a lot of our information. Uh, it's a lot of fun, so go check it out. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my buddy Charlie, who I've mentioned before, he was talking to, I think I've talked told this story before too, he was talking to the president of our college, and there was a group behind him, and so, so we were looking at his back, and he had pulled his shorts down, and he had his hands on his hips, and he raised his shirt, so he was mooning this whole big group of people <laughs> as he's talking like seriously with the president. Yeah, it's, it's a power move. <laughs> Born October 28th, 1914, Jonas Salk. Uh, Did you like my shirt? Oh, it was great. You guys were like, what the? (laughs) I don't think I explained it well enough. No, it was a callback. So 
uh, so Nate sends us texts of memes that of merch that he creates based on inside jokes that only we will remember and know. <laughs> and one of them was Jonas Salk wearing a fez hat. And then that diverted to the topic that Matt puts out a Jonas Salk vibe. Nate you do, thinks. Matt. He's a handsome man. Hey, Ruggedly yeah. handsome. You are yeah. a younger, more attractive Jonas Salk. So. <laughs> or Jonas brother. You choose. <laughs> that's like when uh, I think I've said this before. I had this, these girls tell me one time that I looked like that rock star. Because she goes, You look just like that rock star. And I was like, Really? Yeah, who? And they're like, Tom Petty. It's <laughs> 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 like, Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. I, I, I will say you had a Tom Petty phase, <laughs> but, but you outgrew it. And you're a, a handsome man. Uh, thanks, man. Um, okay, Jonas Salk. I can't say it right. Salk? Salk. That's like the sourest name. Yeah. Okay, so in 1952 alone, pol polio paralyzed 21,000 people and killed 3,100. He chose not to patent the vaccine in order to maximize its distribution. When asked who owns the patent, he replied that there is no patent. Can you patent the sun? It's estimated the patent would have been worth $7 billion had it been patented. We got breaking news, guys. Jeff Bezos just patented the sun. October 28th, 1922. So Benito Mussolini led the fascist party on a march against Rome, overthrowing the government. Benito Mussolini, obviously a fascist dictator and a horrible person. From September 1943 to April 1945... He headed the puppet government in German-occupied northern Italy. I love a puppet government. <laughs> Could we take over Switzerland? <laughs> I think so. Let's get Poland first. <laughs> that would be way easier to sell to the population, though. <laughs> just, a, just a sock puppet slowly rising above the resolute desk. <laughs> Should we invade Canada, everybody? <laughs> Uh, I always thought it'd be fun to do uh, to take off your sock when you're at a in a busy restroom and like put it as a sock puppet underneath a stall. Hey, buddy! The guy looks down. He sees a barefoot in the sock. Oh my. It's definitely going to get peed on. Uh, or just make like the scrunchy face, like when it's disgusted or shocked. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so Mussolini at the end of World War II. Uh, he tried to sneak over the Swiss border wearing a German greatcoat and helmet, but an Italian recognized him and shouted out one of the greatest quotes in history. He yelled, we've got big head. <laughs> and uh, Mussolini was captured and executed the following day and his corpse was strung upside down in a Milan square. Ooh. So it ended with the words, we've got big head. <laughs> October the 29th. 1998. Last week it was cats in space. This week, sea monkeys in space. Astronaut John Glenn takes sea monkey eggs. I didn't know that was a thing. Into space aboard the space shuttle Discovery. After returning to Earth, they were hatched eight weeks later apparently unaffected by their voyage. Unfortunately, earlier experiments with sea monkey eggs that traveled to the moon and back were not successful. What are we doing with our government money? <laughs> As sea monkeys were invented and marketed in comic books, 
way back when. But yeah, I've never seen a sea monkey. I'm not even sure what they look like. Have you ever seen the ad for them though? In the back of like those like old like '60s comic books and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're just made up. They were invented. Hmm. Yeah, they're just like a thing. I don't know what they. They're like a little weird seahorse thing. Oh, okay. But Wait, it's like you said they were in, they were invented. Yeah, aren't they? How do you in, weren't they invented? Invent a sea monkey? Yeah. I Is it a, so. a real thing? Oh, it's not like an animal. I'm thinking of no, seahorse. It's, it's yeah, it's like on the box. It shows like a family of sea monkeys sitting at the beach, like having a good time. And <laughs> actually, when they're in the fishbowl, they just kind of like slightly move a little. Basically, like if you just like put a little fish food in a fishbowl, it would do the same thing. But yeah. what what are we doing with our government money, though? Yeah, yeah we just spent ten trillion dollars on this rocket. You guys want to bring some sea monkeys with you? October 29th, 1973, Volkswagen settles a lawsuit against the magazine The National Lampoon for a piece captioned, if Ted Kennedy drove a Volkswagen, he'd be president today. The article was a satire of a VW ad in reference to the VW's ability to float and also about the Chappaquiddick incident. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. We have uh, October 29th, 1904. German-American gymnast George Iser wins six Olympic medals in a single day. But here's the catch. He was a one-legged gymnast. He lost his leg in his youth after being run over by a train. Uh, He won three golds, parallel bars, the long horse vault, and the rope climb. Long horse vault? Is that a thing? (laughs) It's a long long horse vault, mate. It speaks for itself. Why the long face? October the 30th. 1945, um, the U.S. government ends shoe rationing that they had started uh, three years earlier. Um, They had to ration shoes because of the lack of rubber that they needed for the war effort. If you wanted a pair of rubber shoes, you had to apply to your local ration board and prove (laughs) that that they were for an essential use and then turn in your old pair. So I would have done Um, well back then because with my system of wearing shoes until they wear out and then buying a pair and then throwing the pair out in the garbage can on my way out. They would have used you as an example. But I've seen, have you guys uh, ever seen a ration coupon? I think when he went through my grandma's stuff once, she had like an old ration coupon for something. Mm -hmm. Because she was in her 20s or 30s during World War II. So she was in the wax. So. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Oh, that's but, the um, women auxiliary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were no, it was whack, like W A C K S, like <laughs> yo man, they whack. She was whack. Straight up. 1938, H.G. Wells' book, The War of the Worlds, was broadcast over the radio, uh, narrated by Orson Welles. Yeah. Uh, the newspapers reported the next day that it caused panic all over the United States. Uh, people fled their homes, flooded police stations with calls. Now, is that true? I've heard no, both. I've heard that it's yeah, not true. Yeah, it's debatable. Yeah, some people say it is. Some people say it isn't. A similar panic um, happened with the release of the Tom Cruise film in 2007. <laughs> but it just got me yeah. thinking, that was 1938. There, there really are uh, UFOs. Then that would cause some hesitancy with the government not wanting to say anything, causing panic if that was kind of a, a dry run for what would happen if there really was panic. But Some people think that was to cover an actual... There was an actual UFO crash around that time, and that was a diversion. Because what better diversion? 
Orson Welles is one of those guys to where when he got older and fatter, he just kept getting bigger. He's like an animal that gets as big as its cage is. <laughs> he continues to grow. <laughs> he could be like 30 feet tall if he was still alive right now. But when he was young, like Citizen Kane age, he was like, yeah. oh, he's a handsome man. Yeah, he was striking. Yeah. But at that age, he's like, I'm Orson Welles, damn it. I don't give a bleep <laughs> what you think. <laughs> I have that's National Candy Corn Day. See, when I looked up these days, you guys, I thought I can't look up the same kind of stuff they look we up. Have, I like, had to use Jenny we brain. Have jaded, cynical stuff, and Jenny has National Candy Corn Day. <laughs> What's I everybody's cannot... feelings on candy corn? Mm, I love candy. My favorite way to I love eat it. them is with salted peanuts. I've never even heard of that. That's what my mom does. She always puts those out together. That's it a very balances old them out really thing to well. Put out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so they're made of. Corn syrup, sugar, water, marshmallows, fondant, carnauba wax, which is palm tree leaves. Mm. And I thought marshmallows and fondant were basically one and the same. That's a lot of sugar. It's got a lot of ingredients for yeah. such a little thing. Yeah. Um, do you eat them? Do you eat them the way I do, where you eat them by the color, like by oh, the yeah. layer? The white comes off to. first. Like Did a you know squirrel? Carnauba, carnauba wax is in uh, is in the surfboard wax. Oh, that's what that. that's what carnauba wax is it's the mm. stuff it's called it's called sex wax it's sure the stuff is. you put on surfboards because you know I me think, i live i live that lifestyle but i think sex wax was the name of the group that your grandma was in isn't that what you said <laughs> the wax <laughs> <laughs> the wax but it's women's auxiliary <laughs> wow. wow that's good I can't yeah. even laugh at it because it's just so good. Oh, it's just neat took my breath oh. away with that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah Oh. All right. um, um, so I yeah. also have it's National Speak Up for Service Day, and before I say what it really is, I yeah. want to tell you what I thought it was. Okay. I thought it was when Aaron goes through the drive-through, he tells um, him what he really wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really don't want tomatoes on that. I'm going to speak up for my service. It's not, and yeah. I that's Which why is, I, I would be terrible on that day because I do not speak up for service. Right. That's why yeah. I chose this day or this yeah. because I thought, oh, this is a good day for Aaron to speak up for service. It's not. <laughs> it is actually something about speaking up for service initiatives in your community and recognizing youth projects that no, they support. No. And I like the first idea better. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the one day where I get to say what I really want and I don't just take what I get and say, no, it's okay. I don't want to say anything. Yeah. They're like, welcome service, to KFC. Aaron. And you're like, oh, damn it. I got some things I got to get off my chest. <laughs> I got a lot of problems why'd, with you people. Why, why'd you do away with the double down? Nate, do you, I can imagine that you do that similarly where you will get an order and you will just take it and you'll be I really sit, upset. I sit there and I feel fume because people can't they'll go they'll go what and i want to be like did, did, did i stutter i just said one i ordered one damn thing what what do you mean what oh i get so mad and i know the rest of my family's like okay he's gonna lose it is it always mayonnaise and do they always put mayonnaise on your burger? Yeah. Your yeah. Mayonnaise yeah. On you stuff say no mayonnaise get mayonnaise they're just they just like like get the mayonnaise hose and just spray it all down because they know it's they're like oh it's that son of a bitch again he's getting the mayonnaise. It's whenever you ask for no mayonnaise, they always give you extra mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. I got mayonnaise on both sides of the bun. <laughs> that, the time I went in, I was I have never been that hot. Did you speak when up for service? 
<laughs> oh, I, I spoke up for a lot of things. I, was it I October 20, 30th? <laughs> I didn't look at the date, Aaron, but I went in and I slammed that chicken sandwich down on the mm-hmm. counter. And I said, I said four times in the drive-thru, no mayo, four times. I said, this has happened the last nine times I've been here. You put mayonnaise on the sandwich. And, and they every said, time, what? Every time I repeat, and everyone in the restaurant's thinking I'm probably going to go postal. And I'm like, I have said the last nine times I'm in here, no mayo. And I said, on this particular time, I said four times, no mayo. And yeah. I said at the end of the order, please double check and make sure no mayo. I said, look at this chicken sandwich. It's got mayo on both sides of the bun. I said, that's just kind of sticking it in my face. And she, the lady looks at me and she goes, you can just wipe it off. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Think Funny Podcast. For Nate Sadler and Matt Donnelly, this is Aaron Donnelly and my wife, Jenny. Thanks for letting me be with you guys today. It was an honor. Thanks for being here, Jenny. Great job. You're a ray Um, of light among the the darkness of the screen. Thank you. Yeah, have a a great week. (laughs) Should we take over Switzerland? (laughs) I think so. Let's get Poland first. Thanks for listening to Think Funny. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and tell a friend. If you have comments or topics for the guys, you can email them at thinkfunnypodcast at gmail.com. And check out aarondonley.com for today's show notes and much more. Mm